Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners. You could sign up for a one month trial for 99 cents, then only $18.99 a month after that. With a digital subscription, you get web-exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013. You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app, so you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer. Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month. So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash pod offer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash pod offer. Welcome back, everybody, to the New Generation Sports Report. I am your host, Tanner Mondock, and I am joined, as always, by the Herald Sports Editor, Ed Farrell. Ed, how are you doing this week? I'm good. How about you, Tanner? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm uh, coming off another exciting weekend of playoff football. we got another one ahead here. Um, we're going to talk about all that and what's to come uh, on this episode right after a brief word from our sponsors. Ben Visit Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Visit Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. So, um, you know, before we jump into that, um, you know, Last weekend, that was such an exciting weekend there with uh, with football. You know, we had, of course, uh, a good Farrell game, but then um, on a, that was Saturday, right? The Hickory Sharon, that game was just, that was a lot of fun to be at, for sure. Um, that was a fun environment to be in Saturday night. Yeah, there's a lot of subplots there, but bottom line, you know, there, there was a point in time early in the second half where I thought Hickory had kind of uh, taken control of the game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a few minutes later, Sharon's pulled within 22-20. Right. And I, I really felt, f- you know, from my vantage point that uh, Sharon had seized the momentum. Mm-hmm. But to Hickory's credit, it had a response, too, uh, where Marion Whitehead made a big play. Uh, Jackson Pritz made a big play. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Hickory won a, a, a great ball game, avenged a, uh, a regular season loss. But there, it's, it's always – it's such a good rivalry. It's always mm-hmm. a good game, it seems like. So, uh, you know, while I feel for – 
Sharon head coach Jason McElhaney. I'm happy for Hickory head coach Billy Dungy. Of course, yeah. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun to see the, their student sections kind of going back and forth mm-hmm. with, with each other, um, especially, you know, me being right on the field and kind of having it right behind me. That was mm-hmm. – uh, it's always fun when the students get involved. Um, but enough about last week. Uh, what's coming up this week, Ed? Well, there's two championship games in, mm-hmm. in Class 1A. Reynolds will look to defend its championship. Uh, Reynolds is now six and four. Will play undefeated Cochranton eight and zero. Cochranton is kind of an interesting story, and, and I'm not trying to be a phony. I've not seen Cochranton yet this year, but my point is, from what I understand, Cochranton didn't win a ball game last year. Oh, so it's it's affected a complete turnabout. You know, wow. from, from winless to uh, undefeated. Mm-hmm. So um, kind of interesting. Uh, Cochranton seems to rely on its run game. Uh, Jack Martinic. Martinic, I believe, is the pronunciation. He's their uh, key back, and you know, obviously, he'll go head to head against Jalen Wagner from Reynolds. So, hmm. should be an interesting ball game. Uh, insofar as Reynolds again is trying to defend its championship uh, for head coach Josh Mole, I'm sure there was a point in time earlier this year when he was wondering, you know, if his club was going to qualify for the playoffs. Right. But uh, to its credit, Reynolds hung in there uh, and is in position now to defend a championship mm-hmm. and you know winning a championship is a great accomplishment but being able to defend that championship i think is even more so uh, a great accomplishment so good luck to coach mullen the uh, reynolds raiders mm-hmm. on friday night absolutely the other game friday night is the class double a championship wilmington versus Farrell. it's a rematch mm-hmm. from last year game won by wilmington uh, actually wilmington is the five-time defending district 10 champion in class 2a uh in defeating Farrell last year, Wilmington snapped Farrell's five-year skiing in 1A. Uh, Farrell had won five consecutive District 10 1A championships and won back-to-back PIAA championships. Um, so, you know, Wilmington, it, it's kind of a role reversal this year. Now Farrell, which defeated w- Wilmington 54 nothing uh, back in Week 8, uh, Farrell is looking to be the front runner and uh, regain its status as one of the top programs in the state. Um, spoke last week with Coach Ampagese following Farrell's win over Greenville, and he's he's feeling very confident. You know, he feels very good about his club. Uh, so too does Wilmington head coach Brandon Fillion. He feels as though his club made some gains in the weeks following the loss to Farrell. So uh, again, some some interesting subplots for Friday night's uh, Class Two A championship game, mm-hmm. Wilmington versus Farrell. Absolutely, yeah, I'm very excited for that. And those are two very very confident football teams i'm mm-hmm. sure it does not matter to them what happened when they just met a couple weeks ago yeah i mean they're <clears throat> both both programs have enjoyed so much success through the mm-hmm. years and i think there's some mutual respect there between the coaches um and i think they um it might sound kind of corny to your listeners but i think they bring out the best in each other oh, I, yeah. re- I really really do and mm-hmm. I, I think that's what championship games are all about when when the opponents are bringing out the best in each other and i think that's what happened last year uh, it took everything on Wilmington's behalf to defeat Farrell. And uh, I know Farrell's looking for revenge in some respects, but I think it really uh, feels as though it's going to get a good test from Wilmington on Friday night. So, you know, you can't beat that. Two championship games in the same night, uh, mm-hmm. Reynolds in Class 1A versus Cockerton and Wilmington versus Farrell in Class 2A. Right. Well, I can't wait for Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know we uh, there's some other playoff action on Saturday, some yeah. semifinal, right? A couple double uh, A or excuse me, triple A semifinals. Hickory versus Slippery Rock. Hickory is uh, seven and three. Slippery Rock six and one. Uh, same s- scenario as Wilmington versus Farrell. These teams played 
uh, earlier this season. Hickory on a last-second touchdown pass from Logan Woods to uh, Jackson Pritz. Hickory won 27-23 over Slippery Rock. That's Slippery Rock's lone loss. Hmm. Uh, Slippery Rock's overcome a lot of injuries this year and gotten some good good play from some of its uh, uh, backline players, if you will, and uh, has, hasn't missed a beat. Slippery Rock, like I said, has played very well, uh, is enjoying a substantial edge in both total offense and, and scoring offense. I did find it interesting, though. Slippery Rock has only played, as I said, has only played seven games, six and one. Slippery Rock hasn't played since, since October 22nd. Hmm. And, you know, it drew, drew a bye last week in the quarterfinals, which it, which it earned. But it, it hasn't played for a while, so I'm kind of curious to see how Slippery Rock's going to respond. Hickory, right. Hickory obviously did not play its regular season finale against Farrell. We, we covered that last week, but my point is at least Hickory played last week. So uh, I'm really curious to see how Slippery Rock responds. Uh, you know, there's an old adage, rest versus rust. You know, some of the key uh, Slippery Rock players who were hurt, you know, are they going to be back full strength and ready to go uh, based on the fact they've had a little bit of time off. So really interested to see Coach uh, Larry Wanderer's Slippery Rock team go up against uh, Coach Bill Dungy's Hickory High Hornets. Mm-hmm. Other semifinal, uh, Grove City 8-2 and two versus Fort LaBeouf 7-2. and two. Another rematch from the re- regular season. Now, I, I believe – this was this would have been Grove City's second game of the year. I think Fort LaBeouf, if memory serves me, had a COVID situation real early in the year. Mm-hmm. So this was actually slip, uh, for, excuse me Fort LaBeouf's opener. But anyway, LaBeouf beat Grove City 17-14 in Waterford. Um, and since that time, Grove City has kind of righted itself. Grove City's won six straight ball games. Uh, bracketing wins over Fairview with you know another four wins and sandwiched in between, coming off the uh, the District 10 quarterfinal win over Fairview in convincing fashion. So Grove City's playing at a very high level, and uh, Fort LaBeouf, again similar to Cochranton, I've not seen Fort LaBeouf live, but I do know that its only two losses were at Sharon and to Farrell in that mm. game that was put together you know in, in for the week for Week 10. So you know. Two, even though it has two losses, you know, two really respectable losses, uh, losing to Sharon and Farrell. So, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see uh, Fort LaBeouf, uh, similar to Cochrane, relies on the run game. Grove City more of a balanced offense, and uh, it's been documented when Grove City has been able to uh, limit its turnovers and coerce the opponent in turnovers that's successful, which you know applies to every other team. But my point is. Uh, in in the first meeting against LaBeouf, Grove City turned over the ball. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Eagles can minimize the turnovers this week and obviously give themselves a better chance to win. But seems as though Fort LaBeouf's you know pretty pretty sound ball club. So two great semifinals on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hickory versus Slippery Rock will be over in Grove City, and then Grove City versus Fort LaBeouf will be up in Edinburgh. So okay, two good ball games on Saturday night. Yeah, definitely uh, no shortage of good games this time of year. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, so before we wrap things up here uh, this week, um, just in terms of the world of soccer, I know we, uh, the state playoffs are going on. We had a couple teams lose, but uh, shout out to the Mercer Boys soccer team. They're uh, they're still alive and well in the playoffs. Mercer Boys won last night. Uh, we're speaking Tuesday again at, night. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, we're speaking at, uh, Wednesday at three o'clock. So yeah, Mercer Boys won on Tuesday night uh, and are advancing to uh, the state. I believe quarterfinals. Hmm. I believe it's the quarterfinals. I have to double check myself. But yeah, great to be alive uh, in an interesting sidelight. 
Mercer advanced this far last year, but because of COVID, had had to call it quits, could not compete in the uh, PIAA playoffs. So, hmm. kind of new life for Mercer's soccer program to be able to play. I'm sure it's you know it, it's uh, something that the entire school is enjoying, and the, especially the soccer program is enjoying. So, uh, shout out to Mercer mm-hmm. boys soccer program. Congratulations to the Mercer girls program, which lost. You know, obviously, had a great season. Also, also a shout out if you don't mind my mm-hmm. my doing so to Grove City. Uh, boys cross country team and it is the PIAA oh, championships yeah. runner up last week. Uh, no shame there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a had a great season uh, on on the part of Coach Mike Sample and the Eagles. So uh, a shout out to Grove City cross country. Also, it's it's one of uh, I think we mentioned this last week. You know, mm-hmm. in Mercer County, people are more focused on sports such as football and basketball and a sport like cross country and even soccer. Some kind sometimes kind of flies under the radar, but. Those programs are legitimate, uh, respectable, and uh, some of the best in PIAA year in and year out. Right. Yeah. So, of course, uh, recognition is due for them. Um, And, yeah, good luck for the Mercer boys uh, ahead in the playoffs. Uh, Hopefully they can do some great things. And um, so, yeah, that'll do it this week. Ed, you got anything else you'd like to add? Good to go. Thanks, though, for inviting me again. Of course. Um, So, yeah, that'll do it this week on the New Generation Sports Report. Uh, you check us out here every Thursday and, of course, the New Generation podcast every Saturday. Uh, you can find us basically anywhere. So um, thank you again for listening and thank you again, Ed. 